Hi, we're your hosts, Larae Spindler and Lori Subat, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate in Calgary. And you're listening to Leasing Out Loud. We're back, your hosts of Leasing Out Loud, Larae Spindler and Lori Suva, and we're here episode 16. 16 already, Larae. It is yes. crazy how quick everything is <laughs> flowing here in 2021. Welcome back, everybody. We've been getting lots and lots of questions about different definitions for rental mm-hmm. amounts. And I know so many tenants are increasingly focused in on the bottom line and what that monthly expense is every month. And as you're out and about looking at different options or talking with your landlord, you need to understand when we're talking about you know net rent or basic rent, what does that include? What is triple net? Mm-hmm. We hear this all the time. We've had a question <laughs> from a tenant that reached out and said, what's triple net rent? What is this? Versus gross, versus gross rent. Yeah. And I always <laughs> joke, like sometimes you hear gross rent and you think, oh, it must be really disgusting. And it is pretty disgusting if you're a sub-landlord or a landlord, because there's lots of risk associated with gross rent deals, because they're effectively locking in what that recovery is going to look like. Exactly. And yeah. there's lots of unforeseen expenses that can flow through as a result of just operating a building. Absolutely. So let's dive in, Lorray. Let's chat a little bit. We hear this term triple net all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe just cover off for people. What is triple net? What is it all about? And why maybe do landlords want a triple net deal? Yes. And this is the one they want. Mm-hmm. They want to mitigate their risk for any fluctuations in costs year to year. So the net rent, they want to know that that number is consistent, that they can grow their profit and the income that they're bringing in and that any deviation or fluctuation with the cost to run the building Mm -hmm. is a direct flow through. Right. And so these costs include building insurance, Mm -hmm. which is a cost that can fluctuate year to year. I think of the major hailstorm last Mm -hmm. year and that hit a very specific geographical location last year, but any buildings in that area, Mm -hmm. I can bet this year their building insurance went up to cover off those kind of costs. So building insurance, property tax, as we all know. Very variable. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Right? Year Year to year, year. you just never know. Common area maintenance, management fees, repair and replacement of equipment, snow removal. There's another major one for Calgary. Well, if we get like a snowmageddon situation, then it can be really high, right? Yes. Yeah. And so landlords do pass those costs on to tenants in a triple net type of an arrangement. They don't want to be on the hook. No, no. And most deals are triple net. Like it is incredibly uncommon. I'm trying to think of instances in my head as we're talking about times when I've seen it not be that. Mm -hmm. Certainly we're seeing gross rent deal structures happen more so on the sublease side of the equation. Right. Just because sub-landlords are trying to be increasingly competitive yes. to be able to sublease out their space. And so they'll sometimes do a gross deal structure because it gives an incoming tenant cost certainty in terms of what their lease obligation yes. looks like. So mostly sub-landlords, some landlords. So some landlords that mm-hmm. say, you know what, we got to get creative and compete. Yeah. How are we going to attract tenants? We may have a significant vacancy problem in our building. How are we going to deal with that? And that may be offering up that Mm -hmm. 
cost certainty to tenants as a potential inducement. So less common, but it still is out there and it's happening. So I think it's just really important for tenants to make sure that they're comparing apples to apples. And when they're looking at different options, understand what's the actual ask in terms of the net rent. Absolutely, Lori. It's important to be able to compare apples to apples because with the information that's being put out there and what they're quoting, what the operating costs are, for example, Mm -hmm. might not be including some costs that a landlord down the street is quoting in their numbers. So our role as brokers can help dig into that information and ensure that we're capturing the whole gross rent cost of what the bottom line monthly cost is going to be for that organization. Gotcha. Yeah. So important to engage brokers to help and identify different options and what those respective costs are. Yeah. So hopefully that gives some detail. Lorraine and I are always a great resource. If you have any questions about net rent, additional rent, gross rent, what's the definition of this? How does this work? <laughs> How much am I actually paying per month? Lorraine and I are happy to help you. Yes, we can help dig into that information and make sure you're comparing apples to apples, which is incredibly important these days when costs are really a big driver for a lot of businesses. So I hope that was helpful. You can always drop us a line at hello at scoutrealestate.ca or you can find us on LinkedIn under Scout Real Estate or our respective LinkedIn profiles. You can always shoot us a note that way too. We are certainly here and we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for your listening ear this week and join us next week again when we talk about the latest and greatest in commercial real estate. Thanks everybody. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,